Hi listeners, welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD podcast. I'm your host, Alana, the ADHD life coach, and every week I sit down with my best friend, Sam, to explore some different ADHD challenges, experiences, symptoms, whatever we feel like talking about that week to hopefully make ADHD a little bit easier to understand. If you're coming from Instagram, I'm sure that you've seen plenty of my posts on the topic, so I'm excited to get into it, and I hope you like this episode. All right, let's talk about time blindness. Hi, Hi everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a little while. I know. I feel like it's been a long time. I've I missed know. these conversations, even though like we talk every day, I still <laughs> like setting aside this time. You were even talking, we've talked like four times today on conversations, <laughs> but when we were talking earlier today about this episode, I just like, and I said, do you remember when I said to you, I was like, these conversations are so important to me because I've been living my life with, in one of two ways, either these like funny little quirks that I have, I'm like, oh, everyone just deals with this. And I've just figured that, you know, I'm just going to have to find a way to deal with it. Or I'm like, this is so bizarre. I have to be the only person that's dealing with this. I guess I'm just going to have to find a way to deal with it. And either way, those scenarios end in me going through this by myself. Yeah. And like the quirks and the like little annoying, really frustrating things that we deal with. Timelineness is really interesting because obviously I kind of, again, I knew this was something that Actually, did I know that this was something I struggled with? I don't even know. But when I read that this was an ADHD symptom and an ADHD thing, I was just like mind blown. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Totally. So any when anyone, ADHD or not, is interested in something, time goes by faster, right? That's a thing. But what we're talking about today is much more complex than that. Our ADHD impacts the way that we perceive time, the way that we sense the passing of time. It's a lack of time awareness. So that's fun. Oh yeah, that's fun. (laughs) It's really, it's really nice. I think some of the ways that this really presents, I've done a lot of content on this too. Um, The way this really presents is kind of just a lack of seeing how much time is passing, like a lack of awareness. And then also like inaccurately assuming how long things will take. That trips me, that last thing trips me up with almost every task that I do. And I feel like I touch on this every time I open my mouth, but with running only, and I only mention this because I'm training for a marathon right now. I have no, it is so hard for me to figure out how long a run is going to take. Even if I've done it like 80 times the same distance, it's like, I'll need five minutes to prep for the run. And then I'll need a, a 10 minute walk to the place. And I just have no concept of what time is at all. It's really strange. And I feel like you either just get it, like you experience that. Like, I feel like for people who don't experience this, this is just going to sound crazy, but yeah. it makes so much sense yeah. to me. If, and if you are one of the lucky ones that doesn't struggle with this, then you can just use this episode as your catch-up time with us because we miss you guys. <laughs> but if you exactly. do struggle with this, like Alana and I both do, it's really nice to know that this isn't just me being an idiot. You know, this isn't just me and my inability to understand the flow of stuff. Sometimes feels like I could do the same task over and over and over again, like cook myself dinner. And I still like, and I've been doing that for years. I still have no idea how long it takes. Cooking. Oh my gosh. Cooking. Why does that happen with cooking? Like specifically cooking. I will all of a sudden 
it'll be four hours and I'll be I like, know. I don't even freaking want this meal anymore because it'll I'm be so like, tired. It'll be like 9 30 PM. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to eat now. But I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I'm just my tired. thing, the biggest thing that gets me and getting ready for things it's almost so bad for me to the point where I just don't do things because I know it's going to take me some time to get ready, but I never know how much time. And I'm always late, always late. Yeah. And it's not for lack of trying. Like I try not to be late, but I like, I I said, yeah, but like, I wasn't trying to say like, yeah, you're always late, Sam, (laughs) (laughs) but no, it's really difficult. And, um, that in combination with the fact that we get so overwhelmed, and the emotional dysregulation of like, of just being overwhelmed and how we experience yeah. that. Something that I really experience with this is like, I get overwhelmed with the task and in combination of that and not knowing how long it's going to take, it makes me can't like want to cancel everything. Oh my God. Like, like, let's say the thing I'm stressed about or overwhelmed is probably going to end up even let's say, let's say two hours and it's like 11 a.m it makes me want to cancel everything the next night, the next day, because I'm like, I just can't, I just can't do it. I saw this tweet yesterday. That was like, this person was like, sorry, I have to cancel dinner. I have to wake up in the morning. And it's like, I, I feel Sam, that. I posted so... that. Oh, that was you. <laughs> Sam, I shared that on my story. <laughs> I saved it. I can't believe I did it. Cause I always make a, like a serious effort. And Alana actually texted me yesterday and she was like, do you like, are you not getting my text messages? Cause you always look at my stories and interact with my posts, but sometimes you don't text them back. And I'm like, no, it's because I try really, really hard to like, and I don't love social media in general, but like, I love your social media and I try really hard to interact with your posts. And like, whenever you do, I love when you do Q and A's because it really gives me, it's like a, it's a time where I can go off. You know, I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh. I laughed so hard to the point where I didn't even see who retweeted it. It was you. <laughs> it was me. It said, sorry, I can't do anything tonight. I have to get up tomorrow. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It's so true. And that's what I was, I was laughing about that. Cause it's like, that's so true. Like, sorry, I can't do anything today. I have tomorrow. Period. I know. It's <laughs> like my life will continue tomorrow. Okay. Sorry. I want to try and explain this. This might take me a second, but it'll be a real weight off my shoulders if this is in the time blindness category, because it's been so frustrating for me in general. Do you ever do this thing where going back to like, let's say I have a two hour task at 11, I will sit and I'll get so overwhelmed by the task, by how long or like if it, how much brain power it's going to take, how long it's going to take me that I just completely shut down. And I wind up lying on my bed for three hours, scrolling through TikTok. Yeah, it's, I think that, and what a great episode idea also that I think that's the analysis paralysis, like the ADHD yeah. paralysis where we're just kind of stuck, whether it, we're overwhelmed, we're stressed, yeah. like whatever it is, can't do enough of the organization, planning, prioritization in order to do that task. So yeah. instead we just do nothing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah. the other thing that I didn't realize too in that is like, there's another option. It's not just fight or flight. It's fight or flight or freeze. Mm-hmm. And I get frozen so easily. So I always feel this whenever I want to make these clean cut episodes where we stick to one subject, you know, yeah. but all the time, these like little things bleed in totally. and it makes it like, it's really nice because it makes me feel so much less alone. 
But at the same time, it makes it all really complicated because I feel like, okay, I have a handle on time blindness, but also we need to talk about like decision paralysis. And also we need to talk about fight or flight or freeze. And also, you know, so. And I think that just goes to show how complex all this stuff is. Like, yes, I would love to just stick to like one episode, perfectly clean cut, like not mention like, you know, anything else and just focus on this. But like when we think of our brains and like what ADHD is like, that's just not what it is. It all intertwines. It's all overwhelming. Each thing bleeds into the other. So I, I think that's so valid as far as like dealing with it and working through it. It's so many things intertwined. And so like specifically with time blindness, and I'm really excited for the latter part of this episode, when you give us like, you know, ideas and help us weave this into a more constructive portion of our lives, because like with time blindness, it almost feels like it's so out of control because like you have to, I don't know how you learn to understand the passage of time. Like improving our awareness of time is an ongoing thing. You know, it's not going to be one tip. It's not going to be, you know, just one thing that we can fix, of course, but it's a, a conscious decision to focus more on this in different ways. Something else that I think is important to mention is when we hyper focus on something, yeah, you know, what that does so often is we completely like lose awareness of everything, obviously the passage of time, but also we even like lose awareness of, you know, what our body needs or like what's going on around us or what's, so it makes total sense that when we're also in that state of hyper-focus or where we're really fixated on something, it makes sense that we also experience this time blindness, you know, like we're losing the, we lose the awareness to pay attention to a lot of stuff because again, that attention is so focused on that one thing that we're doing. Yeah. And if you're not drinking water and eating at normal intervals or, you know, I mean, it affects your anxiety. It affects your depression. It affects your ability to function properly. I mean, it's so frustrating. Yeah. And we lose that kind of like those reminder, or it's, it's harder to pay attention to those cues from our body. That's like, Hey, yeah, we probably need a break or Hey, yeah, I need water. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I need water. <laughs> Please feed me. Please like anything, which here again, a whole other episode oh my gosh, eating and drink. Okay. Yeah. That, that'll be a whole other thing because yeah, I mean, and with time blindness as well and eating a lot of people, I personally struggle with having a healthy relationship with food in the first place. I feel like not having those internal cues, it's confusing, you know, and it makes me feel like I'm not doing a good enough job at parenting myself. It is really confusing. I know me and you both struggle with our relationship with food a little bit. And I think that there's a lot we could say about that, but also just what's really common in this community is just genuinely forgetting to eat all day. People do not, unless you experience this, people think this is so wild. Like I can't explain how often that happens. You just forget your focus on other things. And it's not like Oh, it's not like a cute thing. Like, oh, I just forgot to eat. It's not, it's like, no, our body needs to eat, but like, we do not have the awareness to do it. That's another topic for sure. Yeah, we honestly should touch on like relationship with food. The last thing I'll say about that is we should absolutely get someone on this podcast. There's um, so many amazing professionals who can give some really amazing, helpful advice and tips and understanding about 
the eating and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so let's get back to time blindness. They like this. Sorry. I wish I had you in my life every single moment of every single day to remind me when I've spent too much time on something or not enough time on something else. <laughs> um, I need that too. <laughs> Honestly, I think we just need personal assistance. I, that sounds really nice. Yeah, that sounds um, great. So going into kind of the, what can we do about this? How can yeah. we improve our awareness of time? Um, how can we better support ourselves with struggling with time blindness? And there's a few different things that I want to kind of share is we want to identify the things that we get lost in the things that make us just lose awareness of time. So sometimes that can be like TV shows. It can be certain topics that we just get really interested in learning about. It can be, you know, just anything conversations yeah. with people, whatever that is. And so one, we want to identify what those things are so that we can build these strategies around those things, you know, because let's totally. be honest, we're not going to implement this stuff in every single part of our life. We're not going to time our entire day. We're not, you know, it's not that. Okay. The first thing that I want to say is obviously we want to keep in mind that all these are different suggestions, but we all just have to find what works for us. So the things that I'm about to list, like there's no right or wrong. It's really, you have to find what works for you. So like some people are electronic reminder people and some people aren't. One of the things for me that's absolutely changed everything was my smartwatch. I live by my smartwatch. It's something that maybe even a little too much, like I have so much anxiety of like my watch isn't charged in the morning or something. But yeah. um, the reason that is, is because a few things. It's a visual reminder. It and mm -hmm. it literally vib it's vibrating on my hand. So I can't, yeah. you know, I'm you getting my reminders. You can't ignore it. And it's visual. And then also I can it's synced to multiple things. So I have my reminders on there. I have my, you know, calendar things on there. I have like alarms pop up on there. So yes. being able to take advantage of the fact that I can set something up on like my computer or whatever and just to support me, to support yeah. me on those days where. I need the extra reminders or I need to see it because I will likely forget. I've always been a written person. I have a really pretty wall calendar that I don't write on. And then in my bag, I keep another wall calendar that I just mark all over. I mean, it has everything. It has potential travel plans. It has doctor's appointments. It has when I have to take my dog to the vet, like stuff like that, because I never wanted to, you know, ruin my pretty wall calendar. But I never, but, and I also wasn't putting appointments in my phone, like, and I was forgetting things. So then I was like, mm -hmm. wait, why don't I just get another calendar full size that I keep in my bag? Because being able to see my whole month on a page big enough that I can write stuff, like not like a planner where your month calendar is on a tiny sheet of paper. And it's helped me so much. I mean, also, I do want to say None of these are catch-alls. You will forget stuff. I forget stuff every single day and it's totally okay. And the people that love you and the people that are kind and meant to be in your life will be okay with it. Um, Definitely. But I will and then say, also, sorry, oh, go ahead. Yeah, when we start to build a new kind of habit like this at the beginning, it's not easy to pull out your, you know, planner all the right yeah. time always, or to keep remembering to check. It takes time to build that habit. It's just kind of like being open to seeing like what works and, and what yeah. sticks. At least for me, if when I'm like, I want to start writing things down, when I do write them down, I feel like at peace and proud of myself and organized. And then I try and take a moment to be like, I'm going to remember this feeling for the next time I need to write something down. And I think oh, I'll just do it later. 
then I'm like, remember how you felt when you actually did it, you know? And then eventually after a couple of times, it will become more ingrained behavior. But like when you got your smartwatch, I'm sure you weren't, you didn't have the system down as well as you do now. Right. And that's the thing. I didn't even know when I got it, I didn't even know that it was going to help me. And then it's kind of like, now I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, no wonder that this thing helps. I just can't really ignore it. Yeah. I love it because I always get to see when you complete a workout or when you earn a reward, it feels like a game. (laughs) I know. I know we share our um, activity, which is, uh, that's a great accountability. Yeah. Pro tip. Yeah. That's good. Um, And when we know that this is something that we struggle with, we want to be realistic with ourselves. So what that looks like and like supporting ourselves in a nice way is like build in buffers into your day. If you're scheduling out your day a little bit, like recognize that sometimes things take you a little bit longer to transition or whatever, make room for those things that are going to take longer. Going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Transition time is huge. Like I always think like, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'll get home and then I'll make dinner and blah, blah, blah. But I rarely account for the fact that I don't want to just walk in the door, set my stuff down and immediately start doing another task. Like I need, sometimes I need 30 minutes. Sometimes I want to sit and watch a show. Sometimes I want to do a crossword puzzle. God, I sound so old whenever I talk about my habits. I always have these big plans and ideas the night before like I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then I don't do that and I get incredibly disappointed in myself Mm -hmm. if I could just if I could just give myself a grace period so much of Mm -hmm. that angst and stress would be reduced with that I would also say we want to be realistic and like expect that there's going to be times where we do over plan and we don't do this perfectly, right? Like we know this is something that's a challenge for us. So while we're approaching it with kind of this, like, how can we better support ourselves? Just recognize that there's going to be time. I don't even want to call it a mistake, but like when it comes to planning, it's not going to be perfect. And we are going to sometimes over plan and we are going to try and squeeze way too much in. And part of that is like being able to look at it and be like, you know what, this didn't work. And I'm not going to hate myself for it. Like it was probably not really the the most achievable plan to begin with. Totally. I get the feeling of just feeling so disappointed in yourself and wondering like, why is this so hard for me today? And it wasn't yesterday or, you know, and then feeling like, oh my God, today is so easy. I wonder if it's going to be like this every single day. Like, am I finally learning, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah. This type of progress, it's not linear and it never will be. And it never was. And someone that says that it was, was lying to you. Definitely. Yeah. So kind of on the same topic of like going back and like seeing what works and stuff. Yeah. We are estimating how much time things take. And sometimes that's not always, you know, perfectly accurate. We want to think about it also, like at the end of the day, when you're reflecting back, if we can identify, like, how much did this actually take? How long did this actually take? Like, that's huge. Because again, we've talked about like, we're out of sight, out of mind people. So like a lot of times we just like want to throw something away the second we're done. And I get it. I totally get that. But we want to also be realistic. Like what happens when we go back to that task? Like we want to know how long it took last time in a realistic way. And the only way we can do that sometimes is by like writing things down, acknowledging Mm -hmm. it. And it doesn't have to be like a long thing, you know, just like we want to think, how long did I think this is going to take? And how long did it actually take? Like, it's kind of a two-part question, you know? 
Yeah. One of the things that really helps me is a visual timer. And I saw this on Instagram or TikTok one time, but it's literally a timer that sections out the time in a red chunk. And you can see it getting smaller and smaller as the timer goes down and down. And it helps me so much because I am such a tactical visual type of person. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot easier for me to visualize 15 minutes than it is to just intrinsically feel 15 minutes. That's so true. Along with so many other ADHD symptoms, the thing for me that was so helpful was just realizing that there this, that this was a thing. And that yeah. there was a name for it. And yeah, it was like an ADHD thing. thing. And it like, that's just, it's so refreshing and it's so nice. So if anything, I hope that, you know, you all feel a little bit validated that this is something that a ton of us struggle with and that yeah. we just have to be more mindful and open to working on it. Um, you know, not a quick fix, just really. And then the other thing too, which I say about everything is that we might find a system that helps and works. And then at some point that system just kind of might not work anymore and that's okay. And we'll just have to switch it up. Like that's how our brains work. So so as always, you can find me on Instagram at coaching by Alana. Let us know what you guys want to learn a little bit more about what we should chat about. Yeah. Um, Your messages have also just, I want to say it's been so amazing just reading the messages you guys have been sending and that you've been you know hearing the experiences that if you find this helpful or relatable or seen or whatever it is so thank you so much and this is yeah. fun I love this like this, this is Sam and, I, and this. I were saying this is like our favorite part of the week and just the same as it is for you guys when you send us messages like knowing that other people are also going through this too has been immeasurably comforting it's the best. I know this is, yeah. it's so nice. Just knowing we're not alone. So thank you guys as always for listening and yeah. we will talk to you next week. Yeah. We'll talk next week. If you learned something, if you liked this episode, we would love if you could subscribe, rate us, go ahead and send in a review or share this episode with a friend. As always, we really appreciate your support and I hope you have an awesome week.